Okay, welcome to Chicago Creators. Uh, today we have our first guest on Chicago Creators, Aaron Brooks, who is the author of his upcoming book, Sincerity. Welcome, Aaron. Thank you so much, Gary. It's good to be here. Sure, great. Uh, and your book is set for release later this year, I believe? My book is set for release in April of this year. Yeah, April 2021. Can't believe it's uh, yeah, this year. Fantastic. And how long have you been working on it? Started working on it in June, and... Uh, um, it's been quite the process, and now in the midst of revisions with my editor, and um, it's a lot of fun. All right, cool. And you th- your your, tar- your target date is pretty set. You think you think you're going to hit it, or it's just kind of loose right now, or? So it's it's a great process, and I'll tell you a little bit more about the process as we work through um, what you'd like to discuss. But it's a it's a it's a I will hit the date. You know, I'm working with an editor that works. Uh, you know, often with first-time authors, just like anything else, there's a process behind it, and um, you know, I'm executing that process. And you know, I have the I had the topic. Um, I came to them with that topic, and they worked within their process. And it's amazing coming out the other end is a book. Mm-hmm. Great. And and I'm curious, what is your? Do you have a background? This is your first book. Uh, do you have a background as a writer at all, or what? What this led up to? First, this is my first book. Mm-hmm. I've been a long-time um, public speaker um, in the context of. Um, my job professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up as an actor, so I've always been an in, in actor and singer. So I've always been very comfortable, you know, being in front of people and such. I, I've always been a, a public speaker. I've wanted to write a book for a long time about what I thought was going to be networking. Mm-hmm. Um, what I realized is what I really was talking about is is connecting with people with sincerity building relationships that you can then rely on that can help you to be fulfilled and, and, and be successful. But I didn't know how to write a book and in getting involved in this group that I'll tell you a little bit more about, they uh, brought me through a process and I now know how to write a book. <laughs> All right, great. And, and what was the moment when you said, I mean, was it a deci- something you came up with on your own or talking to these people? What was, what was the moment that you said, I should put this in book form and, and share this with people? So... For a long time, I have been in the, um, well, what some people might call sales roles. I really, I don't believe that people like to be sold to. I really think that people more like to buy well. Yes. Um, so I've always been somebody that's helped people to buy well. Originally started doing that in a more commoditized space, then wound up in more of what I'll call a professional space, work for public accounting, consulting type firms and such. Mm-hmm. People I developed relationships with very early in my career, um, are people that I still have those sincere relationships with today. Right. And with one of those folks that had asked me um, actually to be, um, uh, to, to take a pretty significant role with um, a child they were having, this is somebody that I had cold called at one point in my, in my career, mm-hmm. I realized, wow, there's something going on here. And that wasn't the only example, but th- there's, there's something going on here as it relates to the types of relationships that I'm building I'd like to share this with others because I think that this process I seem to be using seems to work. Like I want to write a book, but then I didn't know how. So from that moment, it probably took me six or seven years. You found in your relationships and with sales then that that the sincerity was more important than the actual sales techniques or sales efforts. To me, I mean, I think that that has absolutely been my experience. I Mm -hmm. think people think about their most enjoyable experiences um, really buying or selling something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A great example is a car. Most right. people don't enjoy buying a car right. um, because it's very much sold as a commodity. 
mm-hmm. a lot of car dealers are changing that up and going to much more transparent pricing models mm-hmm. because anybody you can go online and figure out what the dealer's paying for the car. We mostly know that when we go to when we go to buy a car, you know, are we being dealt with sincerely? Probably not. Right? right. So we'll try to find somebody we know. So at the end of the day, and I can go on and on with that. At the end of the day. We want to deal with people that we have sincere relationships with whenever possible. We like to get referrals to people. If we get a referral, we're more comfortable with that person. Mm -hmm. It goes on and on from there. Mm -hmm. Very Uh, true. But I realized I wanted to expand on that because I don't think most people in their professional lives, most people are very sincere in their personal lives. Mm -hmm. Developing personal relationships, friends, family members and such, unless they're jerks. We don't hang out with jerks. But how do you take those personal, the same philosophies and such that you're employing in your personal life and bring that into your professional life and do that successfully. Mm-hmm. How do you be a giver and still be successful personally? Mm-hmm. That's really what I was finding success in, wanting to explore further in interviewing others that had found that same type of success and then share those stories um, through a book and then uh, doing more public speaking about the problem. About yeah. the, uh, wow, that's great. And you were a native of Chicago area. You were grew up and raised in Chicago, or in the in the, in the suburbs, or I actually grew up in the suburbs, same suburb as you. Actually, I'm a little bit younger, but mm-hmm. you and I actually know a lot of the same people as we found over the years. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, but I grew up in the north suburbs of Chicago. So uh, it's been very good as it relates to the relationships. Though so I grew up in the north suburbs, went to University of Illinois, went to a theater camp called the Haran Camp. So. As it relates to having a lot of relationships, I'm kind of perfectly set up to have a lot of different relationships, you know, with a lot of different groups of people. And so, you think where the like you, the, where you grew up affected where this book came from, or, or how did it affect it? Or well, I, I think where I grew up, how I grew up, what I saw my father doing, the way that I saw him living his personal and professional life, which is really integrated. Um, you know, my dad was somebody that never really was not working. I never really learned about work-life integration. It was also a lot about, you know, the, the, and I write about this in the book, a lot of the types of bands that I would see, you know, the cultures I would emanate toward, you know, um, uh, so that really did drive toward the, the type of life I wanted to live, the type of career I wanted, who I want to hang out with, and eventually what I wrote about. Right, wow. So, so when you set out to do this, did you have a goal in terms of how long it was going to take you, or it was just you, you were just going to start it because you wanted to, or did you know it was going to be a complete project, or how, how did you look at it in the long term? So the, the great thing about this was I, I, when I left my former firm at the beginning of COVID, I was networking, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. and I met somebody that had written a book. She had been a former um, executive with uh, Bank of Montreal and, and um, Wachovia Securities, mm-hmm. and as I told her about some of the ideas that I'd had and presentations that I'd done that I had titled Networking for Life, because if you network for a transaction, you may get a transaction with people you can't trust, mm-hmm. but if you network as a way of life, guess what? It might change your life and all of those types of things. So I shared that with her. She said, you have a book there, and I wrote a book. And I'm like, well, how did you write a book? Because I don't know how to write a book. And she's like, I will introduce you to the group at Georgetown University uh-huh. called the Creators Institute, uh-huh. um, run by a serial entrepreneur and professor named Eric Kester. Mm-hmm. And Eric has pioneered a process through which to write a book. So she introduced me to Eric. We jumped on a call. I told him a little bit about some of my ideas. He immediately honed in on what the book could be about mm-hmm. and because that's what he does. Right. And... Uh, I immediately jumped in um, in June. And again, it's a prescribed process. I knew that I would have a, if I did everything that they told me to do, I would have a 
you know, first manuscript turned in by October 31st. Right. And, you know, it's not lost on me that it was obviously a, a sincere relationship that led you to the group and that you had a sincere intent when you began the work. So it's, that is you know, exactly, you hit on it. That's exactly the message. So I'd like to get through here. Right. That, and, and if you think about where we're at now, I mean, who knew that COVID was going to happen? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. We all, I mean, and I would, I, this is all, I was, this is stuff that's been going on for me for 20 years and I we were going to wind up with COVID. Right. True. You know, true. We all need sincere relationships <laughs> right. with other people. More than ever. It's true. Companies right? don't hire us. Mm -hmm. People in companies hire us. Mm -hmm. Companies don't hire firms. People in companies hire firms. Right. You know, so we, we, as we, people don't, you know, I mean, people marry you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And all those types of things. So we become friends with people. So it's all, at the end of the day, it all comes down to people. Yeah, very, very true. And it's just so interesting. And the intention be becomes the result. The book is like a, a an example of that. It's like a testimony to, to what it is just by being created, you know? So It, it is. Um, thank you. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. And uh, I guess that's really, that's really what it is, which, which I think lends cred significant credibility to the topic. Yeah, I mean, in my my um my Indiegogo campaign. So if you go to Indiegogo, I N D I E G O G O dot com, uh -huh. and you do a search for Aaron A A R O N B R O O K S, uh -huh. my campaign will come up. Uh -huh. And in that campaign, there's a video, a short three minute video of me talking about about this subject. And you know, at the end of the day, people try to do this thing called networking, and most people kind of don't know how, and, mm -hmm. and you know, again, we're at this time now where we all need each other more than we ever have. So, but then what does that mean? And how, how can I help you and how can you help me? That's what the book takes you through. I'm curious about your workflow uh, in, in terms of how much time you put into it, like to hours in a day or days spent in a week you, you, you worked on it. Did it consume you or were you able to fit, in, fit it in with your so lifestyle? The way that they set it up is really interesting because it really truly is a process so it was written through first you're going to write stories right so they taught us what are the different elements of a story mm -hmm. what does a story need to have to be compelling mm -hmm. right um, so it needs to have dialogue right um, it needs to be descriptive you know so those types of things are really important data mm -hmm. is important it, it pulls people in and makes it credible um, what are the, the different types of stories so there's basically seven different plots that a story could have rags to riches is an example mm -hmm. right? so there's basically and if you think about stories they all fit into these different plots mm -hmm. right? so on a weekly basis we would have a class okay and it would that class would be teaching us these different things then it was we worked with a um i worked with a developmental editor mm -hmm. and the developmental editor and i would meet with outside of that class each week and i wrote stories so mm -hmm. i came up with people that uh, that emulated what I was talking about here, set up interviews with those folks, interviewed them, got their stories, wrote their stories, and then from there, fit their stories into the thesis of the book. Um, so in that way, I mean, I don't want to say this, the, the book kind of wrote itself, mm -hmm. but it may be analogous to writing a piece of music, mm -hmm. right? You write this verse and then you write this verse, like, wait, that might fit over here better than there. You know, and you kind of fit it together like a puzzle. This is that's kind of the process that I that I've gone through. All right, great. And then suddenly it comes together. I'm sure at, at a certain point. Yeah, it's just a, it's it's. I felt very comfortable that 
this would work. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, you, I've never written a book. You know, you do deal with, you know, psychologically, you know, it's like, can I, can I really do this? And, you know, and this is the first time you had the urge to write a book or when you were younger, did you want to write a book? When you were... This particular topic for a long time. And interestingly, okay. I thought I was writing a book about networking. Right. What I didn't realize is about halfway through the process, I was having conversation with my editor. They had learned more about these relationships and more of the examples of these relationships. And as we worked through all of this, she said, she stopped me and said, you know what, Aaron, you're not writing a book about networking. Mm-hmm. Everybody's written a book about right. networking. Just you know, re- the word has been commoditized and nobody really wants to network. Mm-hmm. You're right. I talk, talk about it. Um, and that's something I need to get over. She's like, you're really ah. writing a book about sincerity and authenticity. Yeah, exactly. It revealed She's itself. Yep. And, and uh, you know, if there's a young person who's, who's looking to write a book right now, they're thinking for the first time, maybe a teenager or a young, you know, person in their young 20s, a, a quick word of advice for them? So the, the word of advice is, um, you know, look for Eric, K-O-E-S-T-E-R, mm-hmm. Georgetown University, mm-hmm. or they can get in touch with me through LinkedIn. Anyway, and if you go to LinkedIn.com, do, do a search for A-A-R-O-N, Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S. Uh-huh. I am um, the Aaron Brooks that is with Compass Marketing. Uh-huh. Um, and um, I can connect you with Eric and, and the group, but it's called the Creator Institute at Georgetown University. Fantastic. And um, Eric works directly with an, uh, a publishing group called New Degree Press. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really an incredible process. A lot of people would think, well, how am I going to finance the process? How am I going to get a publisher? I'm self, self-financing this through Indiegogo.com. Right. Um, and give us your give us your information on Indiegogo again. It's www.indiegogo.com. Mm-hmm. Indiegogo.com. Mm-hmm. And then the easiest way to find me is to search for Aaron Brooks, mm-hmm. and I will come up. And you know, if I was if I was giving you a link, I mean, I could give you a direct link. Right. Sure. But since this is a podcast, I will just say that that's the easiest way to find me. Sure. The easiest way to find me on LinkedIn is just do a search for Aaron Brooks, and I'm the Aaron Brooks that's with Compass Marketing in um, Annapolis, Maryland. Although I do live in Highland Park, Illinois, and work virtually. Fantastic. And and what's next uh, after this book? More books or another? What do you have in mind? So um, I'm more public speaking. You know, I joined this um this uh, very differentiated um, uh, marketing firm in August where we help to grow brands um, on Amazon. We're one of only 50 Amazon advertising partners in the country, so we really understand how to launch products online as well how to, as well as how to sell products through bricks and mortar. Okay. And a lot of those things have changed, so I've been loving that new role and um, digging into that. And uh, more public speaking as it relates to this, you know, and, and helping as many people as I possibly can to meet as many other great people as I possibly can, because that's really what the, a big part of the process of this. I mean, one of the things that I talk about in this book, and I think is important for your listeners, for your listeners to know, is uh-huh. what are you going to get out of this? Right. So here's what you get out of this: if you're if you're toward the beginning of your career or you're in college, mm-hmm. you need to quote-unquote network, but you're not going to know how, and you're not going to know how to develop that network and those sincere relationships. Right. Read this book, it will start to, it will, it will give you some good ideas around how to launch that and how to start to develop those skill sets and those disciplines. Right. If you're in the middle of your career and you're maybe thinking about changing things up or 
you're thinking maybe my company might get sold and maybe I should start networking, but I don't know how. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be like most people waiting until somebody taps you on the shoulder and says you're going to be out of here in a month. Right. Um, or you're starting to realize, you know, it's COVID and I didn't think I was going to be locked down. Maybe I should start thinking about this. You know, different approach than you're going to need to take somebody that's just in college, but it will start to take you, you know, do some of those things. And then if you're toward the end of your career, C-level executive, you've been, you know, and you've been, um, uh, or maybe you're an independent, you're somebody that's had a role, typical job, and you've now become an independent consultant, you know, it's, it's for those people as well. So it really speaks to people at every different point in their life. And I tried to really make sure that it did that um, so that it could have the best, the greatest times. Fantastic. Well, that sounds like a great place to wrap it up, Aaron. I want to thank you very much for being here and being our first guest today. My pleasure. I enjoyed it. And, uh, and thank you to your audience. And, and Carrie, I'm really happy with what you're doing here. I think it's going to help a lot of people. So uh, Appreciate that, Aaron. Uh, uh, congratulations to you and good luck to you with this podcast. Great. Thanks so much. All right. We'll see you next time on Chicago Creators. Thanks so much for being Thanks. here.